Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the B2B Content Show, a podcast about the how, what, and why of B2B content marketing. The show is brought to you by Conversa, a podcasting agency that helps B2B brands use podcasting to connect with prospects, generate content, and grow brand awareness. You can learn more at conversa.com. That's Conversa with two N's. I'm Jeremy Shear, and my guest today is Brandon Moore, Director of Content Marketing at Vendasta, a platform for companies selling digital solutions to small and medium-sized businesses. And Brandon is here today to talk with us about the value of creating a content production playbook. We're going to learn more about that in a second. But first, Brandon, good to see you again. It's great to have you on the show. Thanks so much, Jeremy, for having me. I'm excited to be here today. So before we talk about the content playbook, tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background and your role at Vendasta. Really what cemented the rest of my career in digital marketing was landing a job with a sales recruitment agency here in Toronto, where I'm based. And that gave me a really unique perspective into digital marketing. Eventually, that recruitment agency was, uh, was acquired. And the CEO and I really dedicated all of our time and energy into what became Sales Hub. And and that grew into Canada's first HubSpot, platinum level HubSpot partner, and was later acquired by uh, Square Two Marketing, HubSpot's first diamond partner. Building that agency was an incredible experience. And that's really where, you know, I got to learn about scale and process, building teams. And that really gave me exposure to running digital marketing campaigns for a wide variety of industries and, and customers. Eventually, I came across this opportunity to join Fendasta. They're on a mission to really drive local economies. Like you said, they provide um, a platform for local experts to sell digital solutions to uh, small, medium-sized businesses. I, I joined about nine months ago now. We've really just been focused on scaling our content marketing efforts. Let's dive into that because I know that a big part of scaling the content marketing is using a content production playbook. And so let's just start right there. What is a content production playbook? Well, we look at it as a documentation repository to guide the process and motions of our content team step by step. So it covers everything from blogging to thought leadership and amplification. And really the purpose of it is to supplement training and development of the content team the members of the content team, rather, and really be our single source of truth for containing the shared knowledge on how we work and operate as a team. The plays inside this book really describe in detail, like I said, step-by-step tactics that we use to ideate, create, edit, and publish content, as well as you know various other operations of the team. And we really leverage it to keep everybody informed and up-to-date on like the proper procedures and best practices that we deploy. And is this something that you created since you've joined the team or did this exist before you came on? This is something that I really wanted to bring in. It's funny, our sales organization had a playbook already here at Vendasta and our affiliate team was building a playbook. And so we actually took the playbook name just for continuity throughout the organization. But process has always been just drilled into my head by my mentors within, you know, building Sales Hub because as an agency, we were hell-bent on growth and bringing on more clients and helping more businesses. And in order to do that, you need to have an efficient process, right? So from onboarding employees and onboarding new clients, the only way you're going to, you know, grow is by being process obsessed. So yeah, something that I was excited to, to, to bring to this team. 
What's the value of having the content playbook? Why is it a good thing to have? I think first and foremost, it really acts as our safety net. And it's a key to scalability. You know, if somebody knock on wood, got hit by a bus tomorrow, moves on to another opportunity, the rest of the team could pick up where that team member left off without disrupting continuity, our progress, or the momentum that we had been building on. We could get them performing more quickly. So having the ability to ramp them up and get them right into contributing to our projects or particular tactics or, or tasks, right? And here's how we do it. It, it even includes like who you should speak to within the organization, which departments are responsible for what. So it, it, it's fairly detailed. It would just answer any question a new employee would have. It's a fantastic tool for onboarding. And it really just immortalizes the uh, knowledge of top performers. Various team members will have experience and expertise in, in certain areas and, and they can document that and it stays on the team. I love the saying, uh, we stand on the shoulders of giants. That's really what this can help us do. And, and not only that, it creates repeatable processes. So it gives us the ability to lean on outside uh, freelancers or contractors to support us if we don't have the ca capacity to fulfill something in-house at the time. One way we've leveraged it to save us some time and get the most value out of our time spent, we actually identified a process where all of our content marketers, when, when I came on board, were responsible for uploading the blog articles that they had written into our CMS onto WordPress and formatting those articles. So we documented that process and we found a, an unaffordable freelancer to do that task specifically. We would write the article, prepare it, have it all ready to go and publish, and they simply upload it to our content management system and prepare it for review by one of our internal employees that will then schedule the post once it's past our like QA. So that simple process, just getting it into a CMS, we were able to determine that this, this saved us and our team 50 hours a quarter, which we can then dedicate to upskilling, focus on optimizations, conversion, promotion, everything else that you know, we should be focusing on as, as content marketers instead of simply just putting something into a place. Okay, so it sounds like the like the playbook is kind of focused on the basic, like moving parts and pieces, the kind of basic how-tos that are the same processes over and over. That, as you say, instead of having to explain to people again and again or general confusion about, wait, where does this go? How do I, who's supposed to do this? That's all documented and can kind of run like a smooth machine and it frees you up to focus on making the content better, brainstorming, coming up with new ideas, that sort of thing. That's really, and, and where we can in certain areas, including the why we do it this way, right? What is the approach? What is our philosophy or, or methodology for, for a particular motion that we're, that we're taking? How often do you update the playbook? I think every, every, uh, every quarter, various team members have different OKRs for sections that they want to add. It's an ongoing living, breathing document, right? But I think I look at phase one as really being getting down all those foundational evergreen processes that just don't go changing. And then you're starting to, you'll get it to a point where now those processes may be getting refined a little bit, you know, tools, software that we might use changes a little bit, which, you know, may require an update in, in some of those step-by-steps. But yeah, it's really just this living, breathing document that we're updating on a regular basis.
What's your advice for marketing teams that don't have this kind of playbook, but they hear this and they're like, yeah, great idea. We want to, we want that. How do you go about creating one? Like what's the first step in that process? My advice, I think for everybody, because it would be, you know, and there's some content marketing teams of one would be just to start with anything. One basic process. How do you, it could be as simple as how do you get a blog into uh, your content management system, right? Or how do you approach writing a blog? Who do you work with? And and just make it a priority. Use it as a single source of truth, right? Don't have all your, these documents everywhere, all across your, your Google Drive or your Dropbox. Keep it in one document and, and, and just consistently be looking after it and updating it. So build it into your routine. That'd be my advice is just get started somewhere. Start small and bird by bird this thing. Okay, great, great advice. Well, Brandon, thank you so much for uh, for all that. Just a lot of great insights. I learned a lot and really enjoyed the conversation. So thank you. Me too. Thanks so much for having me. That's it for this episode of the B2B Content Show. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or you know someone who you think would be a great guest, let us know. You can contact me at jeremy at conversa.com. That's C-O-N-N-versa.com. The B2B Content Show is brought to you by Conversa Podcasting. Check us out at conversa.com to learn more about how we help B2B brands start podcasts to connect through conversation with the buyers and decision makers you need to get to know to grow your business. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.